are recording mere seconds after <laughs> watching episode 19 of Terrace House Mafia Tokyo 2019-2020 entitled The Stray Sheep. Uh, welcome to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noel. And um, how are you feeling? I want to check in with you primarily right now. Your, your girlfriend just died. I know. I'm shocked and upset. <sighs> Although it's been stagnant for a while. And yeah. So it's a good thing, I think. Like for the show or for her personally? What do you mean? Both. Yeah. I mean, the NTS shirt. She was wearing an NTS shirt. She was wearing a Jack Green, a Jacques Green shirt in the episode prior. So her, we're learning a lot about her musical taste, <laughs> but we really got to glean what we can from these couple of episodes because we will never see her again. <gasps> And I know that's heavy. That's heavy for you, personally. It's heavy after the choker, and then this. It's just like <laughs> too much for me tonight. There's that scene. It's so funny. Like Haruka talking about her lifelong love of Pokemon and how, um, how Pepe saw her playing her DS and got excited, and how that was like a pivotal moment for her. We were like, oh, she's got like kind of a cute gamer girl thing going on. That was on. just you. I'm like, that's annoying. Right, but I thought it was cute. And then I, I came up with a perfect metaphor, which is this is my equivalent of the, the choker. that. <laughs> yeah, the Pokemon. She's fishing the leave card and you I guess. fell for it as well as him. I guess. Anyways. Pokemon um, is like basically the same thing as SpongeBob. In Japan. What the fuck? Okay. It's I'm like normal as fuck. It's dignify like, that with a response. Cool, you like Pokemon. So does everybody who watched TV <laughs> as a child. I mean, if I'm being totally honest, it did not make me 180 on Haruka. I still think she's a little bit sociopath. of a monster. A little bit of a sociopath. Um, we love a sociopath. We do indeed. We? Um, I really love Yamachan's theory that he, he pitches at the very top of this episode, where he talks about the fact that in... But I think he watched a YouTube video or something. Um, Yamachan, please watch my YouTube videos about Terrace House. The comments <laughs> are good. But he watched a, a, someone else's, I guess. And he, he stumbled across this theory that Shohei was behind the scenes, invisibly keeping the peace in the house. That he was a good listener and a good conversationalist. And that there were a lot of scenes where Shohei is talking with somebody and calming them down and and helping to navigate these these interpersonal relationships that we never saw because they were too boring to make it on TV. And I love this theory. It's like every couple episodes you and I end up talking about the meta aspects of Terrace House and this is an incredible example because it's like what are the moments that are pivotal to the relationships that we don't get to see because they're not good television? Right. Like it's distilling a full week of someone's lives down to 30 minutes every week. I mean, inevitably there's going to be stuff that is important but not compelling to watch and just, then like we're all like boring ass people that have like the same feelings and like all that is happening here too right if uh, that made any sense i think uh kind of unrelated but i think pepe is insanely jealous I, I think... Or uh, is it the camera work just being like... Or the editing just being so good? I like how you're thinking. Yeah. Because they do anytime there's um, something where, where uh, Emika's like flirting with somebody or talking to Rio or something, they do drop the camera on Pepe's face and we see his reactions. And like in a normal human mm -hmm. conversation, that would probably fly under the radar, but because we're watching television... The way they zoom in... Yeah, because they can cut to his reaction. It, it builds a narrative in our heads. I do think, though, it's interesting because I do think that the editing is is guiding us in the direction. They want us to think he's jealous. At the same time, his face makes me think he's jealous. 
the way he reacts, these weird little digs he's been doing at Rio all episode where he's like kind of negging him a little bit. And, and, and doing it to Emika too, where like she comes downstairs with her glasses on and he's like, oh, what, did you, uh, you want to put your glasses on so you can see Rio? Like, what the fuck, weirdo? She's told, she even tells him like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like, but maybe he's just being funny also. I think so. But I think like all humor, there is a underpinning of truth to it. Right. And I think it's a real feeling that he's feeling. I mean, Yo is the one who brought up bros before hoes or whatever the fuck. True. It doesn't seem like that lasted even 10 minutes. It's like only you say all of that only to immediately start fucking everyone. Yeah. You say bros before hoes when you want to basically get a pass to be reckless with other people's emotions, I think. That's That's a good theory. You said during this episode, I'm quoting you directly here. I loved this a lot. Um, I can't believe this didn't win an Oscar. Because <laughs> we did just watch the Oscars earlier tonight. The editing is just so good. It's a it's a masterfully made TV show. There were there were moments, separate moments, for both of us in this episode where we were both like, damn, this is an incredibly well put together show. Like the editing is phenomenal. They make mundane things seem so dramatic, but mm-hmm. like also in our heads in real life, like this is how dramatic our feelings are. Yeah. So what did you think of the date between Rio and Emika at the um, the lamb meat place? I... If you have any thoughts on it at all. I didn't think that it was as good of a date as her and Pepe's date. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. But obviously the environment was not as, like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, the beach was, like, picturesque. He was late. He was late. Which but he's fine. He was also late to his basketball thing. So here's here's something I want your input on. He, because he plays basketball in Yokohama and goes there every morning to go to the gym. Right. He has to commute from Tokyo to Yokohama and back every day. How long does that take? Do you I have would any... say like an hour. Yeah. It's not super difficult to get there via train. Mm, but he's driving during like rush hour, right? He said he was, he when he went to the yeah. basketball team, he they were like, hey, yeah, you were late today. And he's like, yeah, well, there was a lot of traffic and there was also a beautiful woman in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he just wanted to talk about her. Maybe, maybe. No, it's pretty tiring though. Like it's like an hour, but it's pretty tiring. I think he. Do you think it's possible he underestimated how like his his time comes at a premium? He's he's striving for a really serious goal in terms of the Olympics, and he's on a TV show. Do you think he's maybe underestimated what commuting from Yokohama to Tokyo every day is like? You're somebody who up <laughs> until very recently had a two hours, two plus hours of commuting every day. Right. I mean, besides the fact he's crazy if he thinks he's going to make it on an Olympics team when he's literally going on a date with dumb bitches, like, (laughs) on top of, like, commuting to Yokohama. Yeah, yeah, like, like everybody who's making it to the Olympics is, like, not participating in a reality show or, like, trying to court these these strange women. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Like, who do you think you are? Like, you would have already been, like, sent to the olympics i i don't know if that's true because we're so far behind (laughs) this was probably shot in like i don't know august september october like i I, don't fact check context okay so the hawaii season that was a while ago i don't know how long ago but guy was drafted into like the olympics like training camp for Mm. surfing and that was like uh, years ago. So I just think you have to believe that Rio is incredibly dumb if he doesn't know that the picks for the Olympic basketball team have already happened. Exactly. I don't think that he's dumb. I think that they haven't happened yet. He would know if, That's true. if he had seen his colleagues That's already true. be added to the team. 
I, we don't know him very well, so it's hard to say one way or the other. But my instinct is that he wouldn't be aspiring to this Olympic shit That's if true. it wasn't somewhat feasible. I also don't know shit about sports. Same, same. We're the worst people to talk about this. <laughs> you know what I do know about is Super Smash Brothers, and I don't think I've ever seen some shit more in character than the <gasps> fact that uh, when when Pepe and Ruka when Pepe's teaching Ruka Smash, Ruka plays Smash with like a single sideways Joy-Con. Because uh, he's an idiot and a fake gamer and doesn't know how video games work. And that's I don't expect you to respond to that. Yeah, I have nothing to say. Yeah, it's not really for you. It's really more for the <laughs> audience. But just had to put that out into the world. Uh, if you have thoughts on it, send it to twitter.com slash terracehousepod. Or thoughts on any of this. Um, Haruka and Pepe have a date. Right. They're, Haruka forced the date upon him. Yeah, she hoisted it upon him. There is an indirect kiss in there. Oh, yeah. They, they taste each other's drinks. Right, right, that, and right, right, right. That is of some significance in Japan, right? Pepe understands an indirect kiss because he is the a manga artist. Yeah. And that's kind of like the birth of indirect kisses. Good point. Great point. He was yeah. he, he tried to play it cool during it. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to try this one? But like you and I both know that in his head he was like, I'm jotting this shit down for my comic book later. Like, right. But I mean, in Italy, I'm sure people like make up to say hi to each other. But yeah. <laughs> so welcome to our Racist Against Italy <laughs> podcast. Um, it's been a lot of that behind the scenes this episode. Yeah. We we did speculate that a good title for last week's episode would have been What's Wrong with Italian <laughs> Anyways, um, I really, speaking of Italian people, um, there's this scene where Emika's hanging out with her, her friends. Uh-huh. What did you What did you make of that? I mean, you really want to talk about this? Yeah. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Playing it safe. Uh, what I, I mean, what I feel comfortable pointing out about her and her friends is that she's showing off modeling pictures of Pepe to these the clarinet these is fine women, and she she's like, yeah, look at him, he's so hot, and they're like, yeah, well, he's totally your type. And the example photo she shows of him is him like a modeling photo of him like oh. grinning while tooting on a on a clarinet in a in a, on a bench or something. It's like the weirdest vibe ever. It's not cool. It does not read as cool to me. Does this mean if I post a picture of myself playing the clarinet on a bench that a bunch of girls will want me? Only one way to find out, dude. <laughs> hop on hop on the gram. <gasps> Rent, what let's, is life? Let's get on Facebook Marketplace, get you a clarinet, <laughs> and we, we can get posting by, by Tuesday. Um, we talked about Curry's uh, NTS radio shirt. Um, right. Did we talk about the fact that she's leaving the Terrace house? I think that's what we started. We opened by alluding to it, but she, uh, Shocking. she pulled a little bit of a fucking um, Shohei-style dip out. Exactly. Maybe she was inspired by it. Probably. She's like, well, there's nothing for me here. Everybody here is basic as fuck. Yeah, she didn't do it in quite as cowardly of a way as Shohei. She didn't leave under cover of night. She's too Japanese to actually do that. She shit. came home and was like, hey guys, I think I'm moving to London. Anyways, whose golf clubs are these? And everyone's like, like, Haruka's like, London. Haruka's like, how are you being so casual right now? It is more shocking, I think, than Shohei's because she's going to fucking London. Yeah, that was buck wild. And then... And then Duca's like, oh, is Dun London in America? Like, so, yeah, that's near America, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, idiot. You'll use your, <laughs> you'll web sling your way across the fucking Atlantic to the UK, you Spider-Man bitch. Although um, my geography is just as good as his. It's better. I, I will say um, Haruka has like a, a, a minor meltdown when when she finds out that Kyori's leaving. And I honestly think it's because she's like, oh, fuck. 
You're the last sane person in the original cast. I don't know any of these motherfuckers. You're leaving me alone with Ruka? Are you serious? Like, every single other person is gone. It was just you, me, and Ruka. You're dipping. So now it's me, this weirdo, and, like, four strangers. Like, that's... To me, that's what the core of her meltdown was about. I forgot that Nuka wasn't just, like, a permanent, like, piece of furniture in the house. You know? Like... Yeah. I forgot that he was also like someone that can leave. He could theoretically. He's can he can put on his Spider-Man suit and start start climbing out of the window and I'll actually cry when he leaves. Why? So just because you know he's gonna like grow. I guess so. That should be its own separate TV show. Right. Yeah, it will. It would be weird if he left. I do you think he has the balls to leave of his own volition? Hell no. Yeah. Fuck no. He's gonna be there. For forever, it feels like to me. Till the end of the season. Yeah. Or what is Jingisukan? We should like Google that. Jingisukan. That's the lion, lamb restaurant that they went on that date to, and I had never heard that term before. And we know from talking to Angie that she'll often put a, a food term in if it's easily Googleable. I think that's just the name of the chain, like Yakiniku place, though. Do not Jingisuka. watch the show Hungry, by the way. Yeah, we don't know the So, Jingisukan is actually a Japanese grilled mutton dish prepared on a convex metal skillet. Um, yeah. It is... So it is lamb yakiniku. Yeah, yeah. That sounds Mutton, long. lamb, mutton, yakiniku, thought to first be made in Hokkaido. Mmm, that sounds amazing. Mm. Jing- Jingisukan, aka Genghis Khan. That's the etymology of it. Weird. For real? Yeah, because you were saying that Khan... That, that that suffix means something. And that's why right. you were thinking that it was the name of the chain or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Khan is, like, put at the end of a lot of, like, stores uh, or institutions. Which, so that's an understandable mistake to make because it's named after Genghis Khan. <laughs> so that's why it ends in Khan. That's interesting. That's amazing. Well, that's a fun little j- piece of Japanese trivia to wrap this episode up with. Um, I want to go to Japan and eat a bunch of fucking food now. That's Same. really I'm where so I'm at. hungry. Um... We're, I mean, Cody leaving is just, that's what the episode is. That is, yeah. Me. But what's, it's it's wild in the same way last week's was in that I didn't know that that's what the episode was about until it happened. Yeah. You know, the, it, both of them were complete fucking hard left turns. It's, it's an exciting time to be a Terrace House fan because like all these new people are getting sh- like sort of shoved into the show. And so far they've all been pretty fascinating. I'm sad that everybody's leaving without any, like, romantic, like, real I know. progress. It's, there's a real sunk cost fallacy to it where it's like, wow, so we put 18 episodes into this and no one kissed no one and you all left? Like, nice job on the romance show, idiots. Our only <laughs> hookup is still Shohei's porn. I know. The, the, the most sexual thing we've seen, not counting his romantic tension with Ruka, is his, <laughs> like, his, his pseudo-artificial nutsack from, like, 10 episodes ago. Oh, my God. Cool show. Good job. Good job, Terrace House people. They need that chick. What's her name? The one that always shows up. Sana. Mm. They need Sana to come through. It, it is it is interesting too that like um if you'd asked us two episodes in what the hookup situation was gonna be like, we were like, yeah, these are all really outgoing, aggressive, right? like horny twenty somethings. And then nothing happened. It's, what is wrong with you guys? I don't know, man. It's a weird there's a gas leak in the terrace house this season and I am here for it. Like uh, <laughs> come on. I well let's let's just keep watching. Take some Molly. 
That's what I would want to see. Good luck getting that in Japan. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for watching Terrace House Mafia with your ears. I or yeah. Yeah, we'll Thanks be for, back. We'll be back soon. We're having a blast watching the show. Um, and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash terracehousepod. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. We might start taking audience questions. If you can, please refrain from giving anything away from episodes we haven't seen yet. But other than that... Ask us shit. A- ask us shit. Ask Noel shit, because I, I don't have a lot to contribute. I'm just... I'm like you. I'm just some random American guy. But Noel has been to this country a bunch. You've probably been almost as much as I have. I think, now. like, m- more flights there, but less net hours of time spent yeah (laughs) anyways yeah uh thank you for listening and we'll do this again bye